0: Hi, everybody. I'm Larry Gassman in the Pat Price Tech Talk training room, and it's time once again for Tech Talk. Uh, We haven't even started the program, and we're well over 70 participants, so thank you all for being with us. Uh, Tonight, we're going to talk about the new Victor Reader Stream, and uh, to make introductions, here's John Gassman. By the way, just a quickie update, we're up to 93 as we start the show, so there's just a little bit of interest in this topic, and uh, maybe one of the most eagerly awaited topics in a while, because Victor's streams don't come out every year. It's been 10 years since the last one, and here to talk about it are two of humanware's finest, it says here on my sheet, uh, we have uh, Matthew Paquette and Peter Dusek, and we welcome both of you to Tech Talk.
1: Thank you
2: so Thank much for having us. Tremendously, yeah, it's it's fantastic to be here, and it's it's been a while. Um, certainly, I know uh, Matt and I are both fired up for this, and we really appreciate the high turnout. So, what we're going to do um, is, in typical Peter form, certainly I, I've been on quite a bit over the last several years, and I'm really glad to be back. And I know um, this this one I've been kind of uh, behind the scenes teasing for a little while, so we will do a bit of talking. I usually like to talk. And then open it up for questions, and then continue on and open it up for questions. W- what Matt and I are going to do is run through our presentation, <clears throat> kind of walking through all of, of of what we have to say, and then I'm going to do a little bit of demo um, on a couple of pieces, and then at that point we'll open it up for questions. We both certainly have built in a little <clears throat> apologize. We built in a little bit of extra time uh, for for questions and such, so. We'll we'll make sure that we certainly get to those both in the chat as well as uh, for those who want to raise their hands and and unmute. What I'll do um, is kind of give the backstory as to really how we got here before I toss it over to Matt. And for those of you who have been on the Victor Reader user list, um, you've seen a lot of buzz and, and a lot of kind of notes going back and forth thanks to you know the the transparency and kind of the information that matt and has been providing and you know we, we we've we gotten lots of questions and i've certainly been asked here on on tech talk in the pat price training room uh what the status was on the victor reader stream and for many of you you may have taken a survey about almost two years ago at this point that was put out in regard to what people wanted to see on a Victor reader product. What would it, you know, what were some concerns? What did people like what were, there was a ton of questions. It was a, definitely a very loaded uh, survey with a lot of engagement and engagement was the word that we, we took from it. I mean, the, the level of response was very high and we overwhelmingly heard from individuals that the stream did not need to be reinvented. Um, we didn't need to drastically alter what it is that the stream does and kind of how it works, even the, the footprint and kind of the methods that you know and how we use the device, the user interface, sort of the user experience, did not need to be reinvented. However, what we did hear overwhelmingly was modernization. Um, we heard that you know that the device needed to kind of keep up with with today's Sort of standards and what's expected in a modern device. And as as was said, Larry said, you know, it is not every year that a Victor Reader Stream comes out. Uh, the first generation came out back in that two thousand seven eight era. Um, the second generation came out about ten years ago in twenty thirteen. And you know, it, as we looked at how the product needed to mature and what needed to happen, we did spend quite a bit of time on, you know, making sure that somebody who knows how to use a stream will continue to know how to use a Victor reader stream. That doesn't mean that there won't be some, some differences. And we'll walk through a little bit of that, but overwhelmingly and overall, everything that, you know, uh, when it comes to the operation of the device is going to be very, it's going to transpose over to the stream three. Um, And so the structure, the bookshelves, the way things work, your offline versus online, all of those pieces will be very similar. What we did here, though, was, again, some of the modernizations. And so we'll start, I'll, I'll kind of touch on some of these, then I'll toss it over to Matt. But the, the biggest one was really centered around, you know, USB-C charging. We needed to come into a, a kind of a a modern sort of port. And in some cases, this is now a standard that is regulated. So if you're in the European Union, for instance, that is going to be the way forward no matter what. And the argument is made that it stifles innovation and that, you know, uh, kind of going to this one standard is not going to help progress. But what you know, overall, the reasoning behind that was USB-C is a standard. It is a um, you know something that we know for users who are you know having trouble with ports, especially with what ways we put in cables. Um, we've been doing USB-C on our devices. Several of the new ones, especially we think of the Touch Plus or we think of the Stellar Trek. Those devices have used USB-C. Uh, doesn't matter what way you plug in the cord. That's a big one. Um, We know micro USB cables, certainly those pins would wear down over time. So uh, definitely just wanted to make that the first and foremost, one of the biggest changes. As far as the button sort of layout, the layout is identical. And when it comes to your top face keypad, we did add a little bit of tactile marking on the two, the six, the eight and the four keys. So up, right, down, left, if you will. And when we read books, we know those keys are very important or we navigate bookshelves or, or... Uh, menus and things those keys are extremely important so we did add some markings to indicate that those are the arrow keys we still do have the two dots on the number five as we have in previous generations and as far as our go to our uh, you know our bookmark key those those will be the same the sleep timer the buttons do have a bit more of a rubbery feel to them um, but it is identical in terms of that layout on the left edge again you have your power button and you have your volume keys Uh, that power button would be used then also to adjust your your speed you know your your tone when you listen to music things like that that will be the same on the right side you have a record button Um, those button functionalities remain the same one of the differences though is in the placement of some of the ports and also what we get with our sd card so the the device from a physical standpoint the ports are going to be on the bottom of the device as opposed to on the top. So on the previous unit, you had the volume, I'm sorry, the the headphone jack on the top right. That is now on the bottom of the device to the left of your charging port. And the reasoning for that is we heard from so many users that they want to put the device in their pockets and they want to remain connected to wired headphones. Um, And certainly that is is kind of why we went that route. We do also now have the dedicated line-in or microphone jack. And that is on the left edge of the bottom of the device. So it moves from kind of top right edge, right face uh, to bottom left. And again, that is a dedicated line in for recording. Another difference, um, the speaker is going to be located to the right of that USB-C port, which is directly on the, that bottom part of the device, right kind of below your play pause as it is on the Victor reader track, second generation uh, Victor reader stream, that is second generation. Um, but to the right of it, we have a speaker, and the speaker is the, the quality is is vastly improved. Um, we, you know, when when you think of a portable device, we know that portable devices today have some pretty high powered speakers. Even ten years ago, it wasn't so much that portable devices had phenomenal speakers. And if you look at something like an iPhone three or iPhone three G or four, which is about where we were in twenty thirteen, and you and you or you know you try to play some music on that compared to what you can get. Um, From lots of other devices today is a big difference. So we did, we did up the quality of the speaker. And as someone I've been testing this for about three months um, consistently. And I, I've been reading a lot, um, listening to lots of podcasts and the clarity of that speaker is vastly improved. So again, it's something usually, you know, that'll be in the ear of the beholder. uh, But we know that, that there have been some drastic improvements there. Another piece is on the top of the device where the SD card slot is still in the same place as it always has been. um, There is a rubber flap that will secure the SD card, um, you know, so that it it is not exposed. Um, We heard from a lot of users that SD cards can pop out or, you know, easily become dislodged or lost. We don't want that to be something that is happening so we do have a rubber sort of flap that will secure or close over that SD card slot um, in the device the other big physical difference um, is going to be the advent of Bluetooth and this has been asked for for a very very long time and we know that you know it it's something that a lot of a lot of folks use especially today when we connect to airpods or we connect to you know our our Echo devices, or we connect to various Bluetooth speakers that we have and we're not going to, I, I would never sit here and tell you that it will connect to every single Bluetooth speaker out there because I don't have every single Bluetooth speaker out there. Neither do um, our beta testing team and really neither do all of you. Um, so, you know, we, we know that the Bluetooth connectivity is very important. The chip is going to be able to connect to, I, I haven't, so I have a Sonos Roam here. Uh, I have a sound link. I have a pair of AirPod uh, Pros. Um, I also have an, an Echo, and I've been able to easily connect to all of those devices. Our users have been able to connect um, to, to lots of Bluetooth speakers as well. So having inbuilt Bluetooth um, is, is going to be a big piece. So from the physical side, those are kind of the, the key differences. Your, your modern sort of charging port, um, the ability to, you know, to have that flap over the SD card, The advent of bluetooth and then a little bit of changes not not in the button layout not in the you know the the keys per se um but more so in the location of your headphone jack and your microphone port with that i'm going to toss it over to matt and and i want to say and for those of you who have been on the user list uh matthew his transparency and what he's been able to do and his communication has, has been phenomenal and we're so so appreciative that he's on board um you know, for someone like myself, I'm not a product manager. Uh, I can be very front-facing, and I'm happy to take every and all questions on the fly. But I don't always have the exact sort of uh, answers and, and and whatnot that Matthew can provide. And so, for him to be able to to kind of step forward into this role, which he's been at for about a year at this point, um, certainly been with HumanWare longer than that. He can he can talk a bit about that. But his his ability to to kind of tell everyone what's going on as this has been happening over the last about month, since we've kind of realized that this product was going to be ready for prime time, um, has been really, really a lot of fun to, to be with him through this because, uh, we've been on lots of podcasts and things. and, And certainly we're, we're both here tonight, which is awesome. And it's just been great. Um, and I know when all of you meet Matt, which hopefully will happen at some of the summer shows, or as you start to, you know, we, we start to to get into this year and next and whatnot, um, it'll be really, really neat for him to actually be in front of all of you. So turn it over to Matt and you can kind of touch on some things, Matt, and talk a little bit about uh, what what your side of this was and and go into some of the other differences from the the UX sort of standpoint.
1: Yeah, for sure. Thank you, Peter. Uh, so yeah, as a quick introduction. Uh, it's my first time here on, Ted, uh, on Tech Talk and I'm happy to be here. Uh, as Peter mentioned, I've been with HumanWare for a little bit over two years now. Uh, I used to be in the tech support department. So if any of you called to get support on your streams, it is very possible you spoke to me. Uh, And then around March of last year, so it'll be about a year now in in a month, uh, I've transitioned over to the product manager position. So um, doing so in March of last year, I sort of inherited the uh the project of launching the stream three so obviously this is something that when we talk about a new product at humanware whether it's you know the stream three or a brilliant device or anything really uh it is a labor of love from the team here and it is several years in the making i I would say the stream the stream three probably got work started on in 2020 probably end of 2020 uh with my predecessor Roland who was here and who did a great job at designing all the specs and everything and uh yeah basically i just you know took back controls in march and uh helped uh You know, put in a little bit of my spice into the mix, Uh, a few of the changes that we made on the device are are of my making a few of them aren't but uh, I'm really happy to be here to land the plane finally and, uh, and be able to talk to you all of you about this, uh, this new this new stream which I think is uh, interesting to a lot of people we have 100 participants now in this in this, uh, this tech talk so I'm I'm really happy about that. as Peter mentioned, a lot of the philosophy that went behind the conception of the Stream 3 was to keep uh, the, the, you know, the device as usable as possible. For So we wanted to have a device that if someone has been using a Stream for years, they could pick up and use without any kind of transition. Um, so Peter will demonstrate a little bit later. One area where we did make some changes is, and I think this will be, pretty much make everyone happy is in the settings menu. So for those of you who've been using the stream Two for a while, you know how when you press the number seven key and let's say you wanna to go to your NLS bard options, then you've gotta press the number seven like six or seven times. And then if you press it once too many times, then you gotta go all over the hamster wheel again and get back to that NLS bard option. Uh, so what we did instead for this version is, let's say that you're in your podcast bookshelf If you press seven once you'll get into the podcast options where you can change your number of episodes and all of that. If you press seven a second time, then you'll go into the global settings, which is where everything is your your Bluetooth connection your Wi Fi connection your BART account uh, your text entry method, all of that is there, and then. In that menu, you can navigate using four and six, which you know everyone's used to do on the stream. Use four and six to go back and forth. And once you reach a proper menu, you press pound and then you dig deeper. So for example, if I wanted to connect to Wi-Fi, I would go into the I would press six until I get to the online menu, then I would press pound, and then I would get offered Bluetooth. I would press six, get Wi-Fi, and then I press pound, and then I would with four and six can to uh not scan but uh, navigate to scan for available networks so and if you want to go back a level it's a star key as it's always been with uh, multi-level navigations on the stream so that's one area where we did make a change um I think it's going to be very much appreciated it'll take a little bit of getting used to but at the same time you know the uh settings menu is not somewhere you go play in every day right so you pretty much do it initially when you get the device and after that perhaps once or twice but Mostly, you're not going to operate in the settings menu. The rest of the function of the device, so for example, if you want to switch bookshelves, it's the number one key. If you want to go left to the next book or the previous book, it's the four and six keys. If you want to change navigation level, it's the two and eight keys. So we really kept everything the same. Uh, It really is your good old buddy stream uh, that that you have access to. Um, Now, in terms of the... um, Features on the stream, so you've got all the features that you know, you know and love from the stream too. You've got your podcasts, you've got your internet radio, uh, you've got your your on the, on the offline bookshelf, your talking books, your music bookshelves, your notes bookshelves, to make voice recordings. Uh, all of that is still there. We are doing uh, a U.S. only launch at first because only NLS Bard Bookshare and NFB Newsline are available. We do not have. Uh, the daisy online capabilities yet Uh, daisy online being uh, mostly for canada europe and australia we are working on it as we speak and the team will be uh we will have that ready somewhere in march and then we'll do an international release at that point um in terms of other good features that we have so more memory uh the uh, internal memory is doubled from 8 to 16 gigs. And it is now usable by the customer. So if you if you, you if you try to use the uh, the stream without an SD card on a uh, stream two, basically you couldn't put anything from a computer on it. However, with the stream three, you do have access to about 13 gigs of the internal memory. We do reserve a little bit for the operating system and all of that, and then you can put some books on there, uh, even if you don't have an SD card um you can we support more audio formats so for example this zoom meeting that we're having today uh so it is being recorded and then a file will probably be made available at some point uh it actually it's posted on the podcast but if you had the file then on the stream 2 you can't read zoom meetings on the stream 3 you'll be able to what that means also is that a lot of podcasts and the internet radio stations which use more modern co- codecs will now be available to play back on the stream 3 where they weren't able to be played back on the stream 2. So that's a big plus. Um, Another thing that I think is going to be creating a lot of uh, happiness is the bigger SD card support. So, so on the stream 2, we supported up to 32 gig SD cards. Some of you probably were able to make 64 gig and 128 gig cards works, but it was a bit of a a toss up whether it would work or not. Now on the Stream 3, we support up to one terabyte for SD cards. Uh, I really dare any one of you to load up an SD card with that many books. It's a lot of data. So a terabyte of data, what that allows you to do is to have plenty of movies uh, with audio description, or you know a lot of music and and all of that so 1 terabyte really is huge of course you can use the smaller cards you know at 256 gigs or whatever but what that means is that it won't be like before where some cards worked some cards didn't now any card will work up to 1 terabyte which i think is phenomenal um and then Although we're launching with only English at first, uh, so it, it'll only be English on the device at first, and we have two voices, we have Will and Sharona, uh, we will, as time goes, goes on, add more and more voices to the device to have uh, you know, a large spectrum of voices, both male and female, and a large spectrum of languages. And the nice thing is you can now change your voices on the fly on the device. You can go into the settings menu and then just change the voices that you'd like to have on there. You don't have to download the package from our website like you had before. So you can just go into the settings menu, choose whatever two voices you like. So if you want you know, two English voices, that's fine. If you want a Spanish and a French voice, that's fine. If you want an English and a Spanish voice, that's fine. So any combination you can think of, obviously the first uh, TTS you install is the one that's gonna be used for your menus. Cause that's one small change that we have over from the stream too, is that now all the menus are voiced by the TTS. It was just a lot simpler uh, to do that and a lot less uh, maintenance. So your first tts will be used for the menus and whatnot and the second tts will be used to read books uh you can also obviously use the first tts to read books um and uh last but certainly not least we've improved the wi-fi chip, so wi-fi now enables uh you know is, is a lot faster than it was on the previous device on the stream Two, and you can now connect to five gigahertz network so uh, and we're hoping that this new, more modern chip, obviously, will connect better and play better with uh, certain providers that we've had issue. And I'm going to point out Comcast because that's a, a really common one that I've seen issues of technical support um, that, that the Stream 2 wouldn't connect to, or it would require a little bit of magic behind the scenes to connect to. Now, with the Stream 3, we're hoping that it'll help uh, connect to more uh, ISPs. So yeah, so that's that's in terms of you know all of the improvements and everything that we've made to the device that uh, that about covers it. Uh, Peter, you wanna take the ball?
2: Yeah, so a couple a couple other things, uh, just kind of some loose ends um, as we start to get into to some of the deeper points. One is that you are now able to use that mass transfer protocol while you know meaning you can connect your com- your device to a computer um, and it will show up as a removable drive. And you can do that while you're playing a book. So if you are you know, using the device previously, when you connected it to a computer and you turn it on, it would say player connected. And you would then be able to kind of um, utilize different different pieces and move things back and forth. Now we're using MTP. So not only will your internal memory be shown when you look at you know, your, your Windows File Explorer, but also your SD card will be shown as well. So you'll, you'll be able to see both your internal memory as well as your SD card. So in a sense, it's it's an SD card reader at this point. Um, and then also, we'll show your internal. So that, that's been a major improvement. Um, certainly, the question will come up, what about with the Mac? And there are several pieces of software. For instance, you know, when, when we use MTP, um, that mass transfer protocol, there are various programs that you can run on the Mac that will allow drives to show up. One of them would be something like MacFuse um, and, and others. So that's certainly something we... we you know, we're aware of, and I know that it's, that it is doable. The other piece, um, that I would touch on is when, you know, when it comes to resources. So we, we talk a lot about, well, what if I, you know, can't get to a summer show? Um, I really want to learn about the Victor Reader stream third gen, but I'm not going to be able to, to get my hands on one, or I want to, I really want to hear how it works. You know, hearing Peter do a, a nice demo or, or, you know, that's really not going to cut it. And we know over the years, we've had some phenomenal partners who've helped us with lots of resources, and we certainly have, um, have them in the fold this time as well. So our friends at mystic access, uh, will be making a full comprehensive as they do unbelievably great, uh, stream tutorial. So the stream three tutorial will be available for anybody. Um, certainly to, to hear either while they are learning the new device or, um, to, to preview, you know, and make a decision is, is this is, you know, kind of the, the, something that I'm interested in. I want to hear all the ins and outs of the new stream. So mystic access will be doing that. In addition, you know, once we, we do go live, um, we'll certainly have lots of other opportunities, uh, for webinars and other pieces you'll hear Matt and myself on, on many different events. Um, certainly, you know, we, we want to field and answer questions, uh, but we know that the audio tutorial route is going to be very much something you know that that people are interested in so and uh,
1: and how much is the tutorial peter
2: you know what matt it is free it is as it is as free as it gets um you know you you will be able to download that (laughs) and be able to 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 have access so actually
1: i have chris uh, in the in the meeting today
2: yeah chris is here chris is like uh he's he's in he is in the room he is present which is awesome and so chris uh certainly you know, the, the content that Chris and Kim have created over the years for a myriad of devices. And I mean, they, they, as everyone knows on tech talk, they've certainly been on, they do all sorts of things. So we're really happy to have them in the fold, um, doing the great things that they do, um, but for, for this new product. So we encourage all of you to, to listen. We know that, you know, that when, when it comes to a new device, um, there will always be reservations and that's great. That's normal. I certainly, some things I'm an early adopter on and some things I am not. And, you know, to think that we are putting out a device that is going to be bug free or just be completely uh, impenetrable when it comes to, you know, some of the user pieces, is it's just not, not where we stand. We've done a, a, a lot of beta testing. Um, we've, we've uncovered lots of issues. When I think about the builds, those very early builds to where I am today, and I've heard that even earlier builds were, were, were definitely uh, pretty shaky. So we've come a long way. Um, and we will continue because the updates are done over the air um, you know they're done over wi-fi as they were before they'll also be available on our website when there are official releases you can certainly you know download and install offline if you wish but we know that we will be able to straighten those things out and kind of clean up and snip some more bugs as we uh, walk through the first month two three plus um, in terms of making sure we continue to, to get everything stable additionally and we'll, we'll get into some you know there, there are some there, there is one big feature that will be coming at some point as we get into the next couple of months which i know has been teased on on the list uh but you know we 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 know that for some of you you will certainly want to get your hands on one of these devices right away and that's fantastic and we can't wait to hear what you have to say and as you're, you start to read and, and listen to books and do all these things for others um, you may want to listen to that tutorial you know you may want to come and come see us at a show come uh, to where we may be talk to your distributor we have such a big, large distributor network. Um, we have dealers all over the place who can certainly support, you know, the product and we want everyone to buy the product from our distributors. Um, it's important. I mean, that's where you get some phenomenal support and also, um, you know, local that, that local side of it. So we, we certainly want you to get your hands on the device. Um, in addition to listening to all of this and then absolutely take, take some time and, you know, and, and really bring it through to the, you know, to, to giving that tutorial lesson and then and then thinking of questions. Um certainly reach out and let us know where, you know, where you stand. Um Matt, you're thinking I'm I'm just trying to as I look at my bullets here, uh have we have we hit have we hit them all? Um, yeah,
1: pretty much. I mean I mean I just want to add a quick thing on top of what you just said in terms of the device you know, at launch, we'll have a few bugs and everything. And I just want to explain really quickly. I did a lengthy post for those of you on the user list on Friday, but it is not like we took the stream two and made a few improvements and put it in the stream three. We basically started from scratch. So we completely revamped the platform and it is a new software. What that means is that, yeah, as Peter mentioned, there will be some small bugs in there. Uh, there shouldn't be anything deal-breaking in terms of, Um, you know, crashes and stuff like that. We've had those in the beta for sure. Uh, and, And we fixed all of them, the big ones. What remains is both some small bugs and also some small features that aren't ready yet. But we're still releasing the software and those features will be coming. And I'll give you two examples. Uh, and actually, Peter, that's going to be interesting to you because that one of those is something you brought up to me just a little bit before this uh, this meeting. Um, but, for example, Internet Radio is working, but the recording isn't currently. Uh, it is still being worked on. Uh, it, it will be working somewhere in March. We will have a release for, for Internet Radio recording. Uh, and you can certainly play back recordings you have on the SD cards currently but you won't be able to record a, uh, a station for now that's a you know a couple of weeks and then it'll be fixed the other thing is uh, I think major thing well major not that major but is audio bookmarks so you can still put in bookmarks but the audio bookmarks aren't ready yet they will be uh, audio and highlight bookmarks they will be again coming somewhere in March uh, so once as Peter mentioned if you're an early adopter. Please keep that in mind, there will be some little glitches, there will be one or two small features missing, uh, but we will fix them uh, and there will be several patches certainly in the first few months, and then after that we are planning to release one or two patches a year to bring in some quality of life improvements stuff like podcast chapter support that i like to see stuff like uh perhaps uh having the please wait message be customizable by the end user that's something that came up on the user list today and i think might be a good feature or at least you know spacing it by 10 15 seconds instead of every five seconds so we will be supporting this device for the few years to come so for sure so yeah peter i think uh we're at the demo stage
2: well not yet we have two more bullets oh there you go we got two more here that I that I have on my uh, list of and and so it's it's great. I love doing these kinds of presentations because the the uh, the nice thing is, is is we're going to be able to talk to all of you and take questions. Uh, but also, it's nice to not run slides and be very <laughs> very rigid <laughs> about sure. the whole thing. So w- one piece, and this has come up on the user list, and it has you know we mm. w- we'll, we'll explain um, what this means. But we have an inset battery. The battery on the device is not user replaceable, and. There's a lot of reasons for this but at its core um the 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 main reason is we want to make a device that's smaller and slimmer when we get into molding and we get into building devices the more connection points we can put forth onto a battery the better we can we can and and we can change the placement of that battery uh, the more we can optimize what we're able to do with the internals on the device because we have an inset battery it allows us to first of all you know the the, the molding can be done a little bit differently but mostly it allows us to have a better battery that we can we can get into the board in a in a better way we we had the same experience with the brilliant bi40 for those of you who use our braille displays the 20 cell model has a removable battery and it also has an sd card slot and it's thicker and it doesn't have the same internal features that the 40 cell unit does the 40 cell unit has an inset battery. It allows us to change the placement of the battery against various boards and on that device actuator boards and different things. But also then allows us because we can, you know, we want to get the, the various jacks in. We want to get, you know, different specs in. It allows us to do that. So the battery we're looking at somewhere in that 18-ish, right, Matt, hours of battery life is, is about where you are. I've been using this for, so in in January, I was on many, many a flight. Um, I was on about 10 airplane flights um, doing lots of different things. And, you know, I, I, I was really using this device heavily and I will guarantee, I mean, on my unit, I, I was getting upwards of 18 hours of, of battery usage. And that was with, you know, I was using Bluetooth quite a bit so that, that 15 plus hour battery life is a real thing. We know that in the past, you know, we've had some troubles with external batteries. Um, certainly this, and this is, there's been a lot of griping. There's also been a lot of folks who, who kind of see this as an advantage. Again, we can't tell you, you know, uh, what to feel or what to think, but we can explain our positioning. And that is that it will allow for us to make the device what more reliable. Now, Certainly, you know, someone will say, well, I want to be able to replace my battery and buy a spare one. Um, and that we we hear you. Um, our hope is that you won't need to do that. The, you know, the the, the inset batteries can be, more, they're far more reliable. And it's just, it's something that we had to make a decision on. And that decision allows us to then have, you know, a, a device that we think is going to be more stable. So that is something that, that will be part of this. Um, the one thing, Matt, can you talk a little bit about Audible? um and where we stand there and kind of what that's looked like over the last several weeks and we've had some 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 bumps there and now some positive news so can you talk a little bit about where where we are with audible
1: yeah for sure so to make a long story short we start i started talking with audible around march or april last year right as i came into the product manager role and uh it took us a little while to be able to get a hold of him but somewhere in the summer i would say around probably july or august i was able to get a hold of some people there and we started talking and i told them we have a new device coming on and everything and they said, yeah, no, that's good. And let us know when you're a bit closer to it. So uh, in November, I reached back. And, and thankfully, they were quick to respond. We had a meeting with them. They asked us to send them a test device. So right around Thanksgiving, I, uh, the week before Thanksgiving, I sent them a test device. And then in December, I reached out to them and said, hey, did you get it? Did you were able to test? And they didn't respond and then uh, we reached out to them I think I think I sent them two emails before the holidays and then a couple after the holidays as well. And uh, we couldn't get a response and we did a bit of work, so we, we did a lot of work to bring in what we had on the stream two to the stream three to be able to use it there, but some of the work had to be done on their end and because we weren't getting any response or anything it looked like we wouldn't, wouldn't be able to have it for launch, so we put aside the work for audible for now and then we you know kept working on other features now um about three weeks ago now I went on uh Mosin's podcast Jonathan Mosin's podcast with uh Dominic one of our colleagues who was the main lead dev on this device and um jokingly during the interview uh Jonathan mentioned that someone should start a petition so uh, a day after, he did start one. He started an open letter to uh, to Audible, uh, and we got a lot of signatures. I'm sure a few, more than a few people here tonight signed this open letter. Um, and then around the time we got this 650 or 700 signature, um, I got an email from a guy at Audible on the Friday afternoon at 1 o'clock and said, Can we meet like this afternoon? And I said, Yeah, sure. I'll make myself available. And we had a meeting with them. Uh, They really apologized for the lack of communication. Um, They were really sorry that we weren't informed of a few things as well, including the fact that from November to January, the Stream 2 and the Victor Reader Trek uh, support broke down on Audible Sync. They fixed it early February and didn't let us know so he apologized for that he said that they did see the open letter and they were really moved and impressed by the community's activism by their passion uh and that's you guys uh so they were really impressed and they want to yeah apologize but also do better and uh so yeah so they will resume testing uh for audible And uh, we set up a meeting I have a meeting with them every second Friday, so I have one this upcoming Friday I have a meeting with them at 3pm my time. Uh, And then yeah we'll keep having those meetings until we get things resolved. Now what that means is, we won't have audible for the launch, uh, because we are launching fairly soon so audible will not be ready. Uh, But we should be able to have it up and running within a month or two. So I'm I'm shooting for April or May uh, to have the the Audible uh, sync working again on the stream three, the same method that we have right now on the stream two. And I've also brought up the subject of you know it would be nice if we could integrate just like we did with NLS Bard, and they're open to the idea. Obviously, that's this that's a more long term thing. It's more like a year or two down the road, but eventually we might even get to the point where the integration will no longer require a computer, but will be the same as we have with Bard and Bookshare. So yeah,
2: yeah, and that would be we we know that that question may come up. You know, we have why I want to just download directly, you know, from Audible or from Kindle or from. Um of a, a various library, you know, things like overdrive, whatever it may be. Yeah. That stuff certainly is in the cards. Uh when we get into some of the not those promising things, anything. No, nothing will be promised. But when we because when we get into those systems, those those pieces often require point of sale. There's lots of integration. Um, it's not just, oh, we're gonna build, you know, this kind of uh this, this sort of we have an SDK and here we go, or there's a there's a software development kit, and it's this easy. It really will take, you know, we have to take localizations into account as well as the man hours. Um, that are involved by our teams to actually to to build some of those pieces, and even if it's feasible, uh, many times it's not even feasible. But it certainly is. We we hear the questions a lot about alternative libraries and direct access. Um, you know, certainly for us, the first focus here is get bringing in all our our, our Daisy online delivery um, method libraries on on board, um, and that that is first and foremost going to be where we'll focus a lot of that energy um, after launch, so that our friends who are not in the United States. Uh, can download books as they have for a long time through the the Victor reader stream products. So certainly will be, will be beneficial because it can also then mean other products, Uh, maybe seeing some library integration as well that, that haven't had that yet. So I'll kind of leave that there. (laughs) Um, What I want to do is do a little bit of demo. Um, We've been talking and talking and we're good at that. Uh, But now we'll do about a 10 minute piece here, a little, little spin through the, through the demo, so I'm going to mute myself. I'm going to hook up my mixer and whatnot. Give me one second, and uh, we'll we'll break into a little bit of demonstration. Yep. And as you hear me fumbling with things, uh, I, I want to talk about two things, and one being kind of the, the 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 that sort of menu structure change, which it's really an improvement because we do have local menus now. Um, and then also look at um, just something that that we all often do which is downloading books from bard but there are some changes there that we think everyone will like so i'm gonna mute myself matt do you want to sing a song for like seven seconds i least?
1: actually have a little bit of content to fill that 30 perfect
2: so i thought you're gonna start singing like some some some, <laughs> <No>. some interlude <laughs> music
1: we're gonna lose some participants if i do that Um, So yeah, so uh, while Peter's doing this, uh, one piece I wanted to mention is that we are looking into integrating some uh, new libraries as well. Uh, This is mostly if we have overseas viewer, and I'm guessing at this time they're probably asleep, but uh, we are looking at integrating RNIB in the UK, as well as EOL, which is a French library. Uh, so those are two partners that we are uh, we are actively working on right now to integrate into the stream, and they should be available before mid-year, I would say, uh, if, if everything goes well. And then I'm also having some discussions with other partners. So um, just as a quick, again, quick teaser uh libro.fm uh whom all of you i'm assuming know about um they have reached out to us and they'd like to be integrated into the stream so we are having some discussions with them we will be having a meeting with them in april to see if it's feasible uh see if they have what's needed as peter was mentioning they need to have some some sdks or apis to connect to and all of that uh yeah we are we are having those discussions and as peter mentioned we have something sweet coming on the internet radio front uh this is just a little bit of a teaser i can't speak too much about it uh but uh, we do have something pretty sweet coming for internet radio fans uh probably somewhere in the spring again we're shooting for april or may around the same time as we're shooting for audible
2: all right all right all right all right so uh, I'm gonna take us for a little spin. I am connected and let me just get my volume here.
3: High sound pressure can cause hearing damage. Uh, hearing Do damage at high volume yes. levels for long periods. Press so, pound key to confirm or star key to cancel.
2: You will be warned if you try to crank your volume up that it could cause hearing damage. So I'm just on headphones confirm. only, though. On headphones only, right? So if you have headphones connected, you will be warned. Um and that comes down to some regulations and pieces. Uh, I'm gonna press confirm.
3: Seven. The secrets right. they left behind. Now, by Lisa Marie Redmond.
2: I am in the NLS barred bookshelf here. Um, and, and again, what you're hearing is remember the the menus and and whatnot are now going to be voiced by your TTS. Um, when we move through our bookshelves, we're still going to use our number one key. Again, your your tones or your ear cons are the same. So your your beeps and other pieces and you know will will be similar. Um, they'll they'll be the same sounds that you're used to. One thing you will have though is you now have local menus. And as Matt said, and we were, we were on a podcast last week and I talked about the hamster wheel because previously, so let's just say that I want to remove my NLS Bard service, or I want to change the number of podcasts, uh, my device downloads. I would go to my online bookshelf and I would press the number seven until I got to the appropriate menu. And if I was moving too fast or not paying attention and I went past it, I would have to go all the way back around. So, you know, unless you knew that you needed to press seven, four times, or in a lot of us, we move really fast. So I never paid attention. I just would press it. And sometimes I'd go too fast and be like, oh shoot. And I'd have to go around. Now what happens is when you're in NLS bar, or when you're in bookshare, or when you're in internet radio, or when you're in the podcast bookshelf. Pressing seven will bring you into that service's menu. So I'm going to press seven here.
3: Menu, import configuration.
2: And now we're in the NLS barred menu. So again, import configuration. If I had my barred credentials um, on a on a on an SD card, I could do that. We'll see if I use my right arrow or my six key.
3: Modify login information.
2: Here's where I can modify my login info.
3: Book types to search. We have Audio our book types to search. Only. Remove service. We can and remove our associated. service. Back.
2: So again, we have the local sort of menu relevant to the bookshelf you're in. Um, we Part of that survey feedback was just the menu structure. had, And it was really nice when the product was just stream one, where it was nice and it kind of all made sense. But when you started getting into the online services and all these new kind of pieces that were coming on board, we really had a very convoluted menu sort of structure. So we wanted to simplify that. If I press seven, a second time I will go into my general or global sorts of menus. So again, if I just press cancel or star at this point, I'll return to my NLS Bard bookshelf. But if I press seven again,
3: general settings,
2: I will enter my global sort of options here. And just to show you where it is, if I press my right arrow, now that I'm in my my sort of global menu, we hear general settings,
3: navigation and playback. Here's
2: our navigation and playback. I'm gonna go right one more time.
3: Wireless.
2: Here's our wireless. If I come in here,
3: airplane mode off.
2: Here's my airplane mode. Wi-Fi. Here's my Wi-Fi. Bluetooth. Here's my Bluetooth. So again, there is a wireless settings menu. So you you're going to see a bit of cleaning up of the menu structure. Um, not only do we have a local and a global sort of menu, but things aren't you know, broken down, even like wireless or, or different, you know, system options. Think about now you're going to be able to download voices. All of those things will be in their own place. Um, they're not going to be kind of structured in such a way that you need to press the same key a lot of times and, and kind of get lost in the spiral, um, of, of moving through these venues. I'm going to press my star key and get out wireless. of
3: here. Leaving menu now, seven, the secrets they left behind by Lisa Marie Redmond.
2: Okay. So here's, I have some books, Um, I was reading a lot about baseball and the mafia over the last uh, month. I don't know why that's just kind of where I found myself drifting toward. Usually I read a lot of real, like very dense, heavy history types of books that my wife says, I just read textbooks and she thinks that I'm like back in college or something. And she's like, how do you read that? It's just numbers and figures. And I'm like, oh, it's it's great. So now I've been, uh, I've been branching out a little bit, but I am going to look for a new book and I want to show you kind of what happens when we download a book and it's in addition to being much faster there is a new piece here so I'm going to search, search for books for a book again we're in NLS bard I'm going to press confirm
3: most popular
2: and we're going to look at the most popular books
3: results so it finds 1, the books. results one the boys from Biloxi Grisham John so there's a John Grisham Beth, book Michael
2: and again I can certainly press my number five to get the synopsis um, you can press the bookmark key to add this to your wish list, and so on. The same same operations as we've always had. Now, if I want to download this book, I'm going to press confirm. Queue
3: for download one. The boys from Biloxi, Grisham, John,
2: okay, so Beck, what? Michael. What happens now is this book has been added to my download queue. And what you'll find now, um, if I just kind of leave here, let's just say I come over to my, oh, I don't know, my podcast bookshelf.
3: NLS Bard. Podcast sixty.
2: So one, two bears. Let's go. Check for new episodes. So I'm in my podcast uh, area, and you know I'm I'm just wondering what my download status might be. And previously, if you press and held the confirm key, it would tell you your battery level, and then it would also tell you you know if downloads are in progress and, and how many and whatnot. Now, if I press confirm and I hold it, so again, press and hold that pound key. What happens is. It's going to give you
3: 91% downloads info NLS Bard, the boys from Biloxi, 24%.
2: You're going to hear what is downloading and its progress. Additionally, when this finishes, so we're already at 25%, it will be done relatively shortly. You will hear in the notification what has just downloaded. So you'll hear the podcast episode that is downloaded. You'll hear the NLS Bard book that is downloaded, or again, the one that is currently in progress. So we've added that information, which again, that the users had requested um, a way to get that. So knowing what just downloaded, because a lot of times, especially, I mean, I have 60 podcast feeds. Uh, certainly you would say, you know, there's some new podcast and you'd be like, well, what in the world? I'm going to have to go to that new level and go through all my feeds, which you can do with the numbers two and eight key. You can get to new and kind of jump through your feeds to look at what which feeds have new podcasts. But now you'll actually be able to hear if you want to um, what podcast is downloaded. You can turn those off. You can have it set to just do the tone. Um, you can have it set to give you no notifications. You can you can customize that. So if you don't want to hear the NLS book that's downloading or you don't want to hear uh, the podcast episode that is just downloaded, you can certainly set that in your menu. One other thing we've added, and this is very helpful for, uh, well, Matthew's no longer in the tech support queues, mm-hmm. But very helpful for when you call into tech support or when you need info on your device. A lot of times you would have to press your zero key and kind of move through what is my serial number or what version am I on, all of that stuff. Right now, if I press and hold the five key, so again, five being my sort of that where am I piece, if I press and hold, you're going about to get the
3: about section 1.0.1 underscore build 769 model stream V3, three user keys, serial number nine. Right. So you're going to now be able to
2: get, I'm going to stop that
3: title search. Uh,
2: you're going to be able to get all of that info by pressing and holding the five key. Um, again, you can still use zero. The info is still there, um, certainly, we, but we wanted an easier way, um, especially from a tech support side. Um, to know what version are you running? <laughs> you know, what what's going on Because a lot of times someone will call and say, I have an issue and they just need to update their unit. Um, or it quickly tells us, you know, are your user keys on the device? You heard mine say that the user keys are processed and whatnot. So that's a, a very, very small thing, but it's little pieces that start to add up into bigger functionality and productivity uh, when you're using the device. And, you know, we, we we believe that as we go forward, there will certainly be updates regular, you know, at, a, at a regular intervals um, to, to, to bring more to the device. But it is some of these smaller pieces. We know that the notes bookshelf, for instance, has no, here we
3: go. NLS Bard, download completed. The boys from Biloxi.
2: So now I'm able to hear that that book finished. Um, and and that that's one of the new pieces. Uh, what I was saying, though, is we know that, you know, the notes bookshelf. Um, folks would like to be able to append their notes or to possibly name their notes or to put them into, you know, categorize them. Um, certainly those there's been no shortage of, of requests for what we can do with the notes shop. So I know that that's front and center for, for you, Matthew. Right. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's kind of on your, on your radar. You know, there, <laughs> there are lots of other functional improvements that we'll see coming, but uh, I certainly I'm glad we could take, take this for a little bit of a test drive um, and you could hear kind of what, what is going on. Okay. Okay. What we're going to do in a, in an orderly fashion, John, and Larry. yeah. So, um, do or uh, whomever, Alan, whomever. I just yeah. want to say before we get to the questions, um, as always, I tremendously appreciate the opportunity to come on um, and and talk with all of you. It'll be really nice to talk with you when you have questions. Uh, I ask, please, that you keep it relevant. If your device isn't working or some tech support piece, please, 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 call in or or get in touch with us. Um, please be mindful that we're all here. Um, and individual issues may be just that they may just be individual issues. So please, um, we, we want to hear from all of you try to ask one question. We know we have a very large crowd. Uh, I certainly have built in some extra time to my wife's chagrin. Um, I certainly have some time to spend with all of you as does Matt. So, um, but please be mindful that, that there are folks behind you when you're asking a question or, um, and, and keeping that going. So yep. You just
0: answered every single thing I was going to ask you.
2: Yes, you will stay over.
0: Yes, please make the questions concise. Yes, one question, please, per person. If we have time, if we have time, we'll go back around and you can ask another one. But we want to get everybody in. So, uh, By the way, are you guys going to be showing the Victor stream at CSUN?
2: Of Absolutely. course, we'll yes. go. good, 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 be good, there. Good. I won't be there. Oh you won't. oh, you won't. You won't. Our second kiddo, March 10th. Come so, on, Peter, you know, get, get you. your priorities in order here. <laughs> Come on. No, believe me, I I've, I tried. I got shut now, down. The, the baby what was,
0: happens if I, your kid I, comes I, at the same time as the <laughs> European launch? Yeah, I, I know, mean, which I don't one? Know. Know.
2: I mean, I don't know what to do. It's leave him alone. I think it's going to be a boy. I think I said, well, I'll stay home, but we have to name him Victor, and that didn't go too well either.
1: <laughs> so i like that idea oh um, yeah. my I, I can't do any but better yes,
0: than we'll that so so um let's see who's helping with questions it's probably ron so ron let's yeah. let's go with the first one okay uh joshua
4: is the one with the first hand up
0: okay i i've got it i've got a uh, bluetooth question bluetooth definitely sounds like it's better than that it was on the track okay my question is this let's let's say let's say that you've got a uh bluetooth speaker try to connect it and for some reason it doesn't connect now i know on my iphone i can go to to forget i can go to my list of bluetooth devices hit forget device and when it forgets it it not only forgets it but it also removes it completely from the list of bluetooth devices does this happen with the third gen stream because it would be seriously annoying to forget a device that does not work with stream and still have it in a list of bluetooth devices that does work with the with the uh, third gen strain
1: so yeah absolutely there is a uh, forget option where you can remove uh your uh your bluetooth devices and on that topic i'll just add really quickly 30 seconds but uh we will be launching with a support that is a little bit better than the victor reader trek as you mentioned it is a more modern chip uh f- I'm sure that question will be asked, so I'll answer it. Now it's a 4.2 Bluetooth, and we we can go into a bit more depth later on this, but uh, it is uh, it will be uh, improved on by adding more profiles. So the way that Bluetooth works is that there are different profiles. There's a hands-free profile, there's a headset profile. So at launch, we're supporting a limited amount of profiles. Uh, the same thing as we did on the Victor Reader Trek. As I said, it'll connect to more devices because it's a bit more modern. But as time goes on, it is on our roadmap to improve and add more profiles so that it works. Uh, perhaps, for example, on a car's audio system, for example, which requires hands free profile, which we don't support currently. So, so to, but, yeah. to
2: quickly answer to Josh, I just did it. Uh, I, I can confirm because, and just to make sure it's still working the way it should, yeah. I unpa- I have two paired devices currently. Um, I unpaired. I I forgot. I did not unpair. I deleted my Sonos Rome, and it's no longer in my connected devices list. That's okay, gone. okay. That, that,
0: that was a bit. That was a big issue mm, because yeah. I, and I had to track it one time, and it I was like I was like this is annoying. When I got ten device, and you yeah, know, it, was, it would keep. Yeah, that, things, that's cool. Yeah. Okay, that's good. All right. <laughs> so they're gone. Thank you so much. Thank <laughs>
2: you, Josh. Thank you.
4: Okay, we have Mitchell next.
0: Are you guys still gonna be giving us the little cable? that you would use to put a thumb drive in since you're going to USB-C connection?
1: Very good question, uh, Mitchell. So uh, unfortunately, no, the, the the hardware that we went with for the Stream 3 uh, doesn't allow us to read external sources through the USB port. So unfortunately those thumb drives and uh, I know NLS cartridges, for example, will not work on the Stream 3. And that was a design decision we made to uh, keep the cost down. We, we we found out through both the survey and, and by talking to people that they it's not a feature that was heavily used and the cost to go to hardware that would allow us to keep that little cable uh, was unfortunately not worth uh, the investment versus how much it was used so uh you will be able to put that that thumb drive into a computer and then transfer the files from the computer to the stream for example but uh you won't be able to do it directly anymore unfortunately
5: you code 970 and yourself and ask a question
1: 970 is in western colorado
4: by the Excellent. way this is russ carrick and i've been a fan of uh, your podcast for a
5: long time um one of the things i'm real concerned about though is the database you're using for internet radio <clears throat> there seem to be a lot of duplications and if it's UTunes, Uh, they're very difficult to get a hold of
2: and they don't add stations you request to be added so what are you using as a database and what plans do you have maybe to change to something different
1: uh, so, yeah, it is still uh, Utoons that we are uh, doing business with for the internet radio stations. Um, so uh, I'm a little bit surprised to hear that you, you you didn't have great success because I've had a lot of people tell me that when they reach out to Stephen, because Utoons is a bit of a smaller operation, it's a one guy. Uh, and when people reach out to him through his email, uh, they do have quite a bit of success to get him to fix links or add stations and whatnot. Obviously, not everything can be added. Some... Um, some feeds don't use either more modern or are protected by username and password and stuff like that i know for example cnn last year moved away from uh, you know having an open stream so unfortunately for that there's not much that he can do um however uh this will be compensated by uh the fact that uh, and and again i can't say too much about it right now i wish i could uh, but we do have something coming in the spring uh somewhere around april or may uh that will help enhance the internet radio stations by quite a lot I think you'll be pretty happy with that feature uh we almost had it ready for launch but we ran into a few technical issues so we had to take it out uh but uh yeah it will be something that is very cool Peter's used it a little bit because he was early on the beta testing and I think Peter can attest to the fact that it was a pretty cool feature
2: yeah good good things will come and it will you know it will address that question uh for sure in in terms of and and that doesn't mean that we won't continue you know down the down the the OO tunes route as well yes. so it's not it, this is not a replacement it's not a substitution it's Correct. an augmentation we're gonna we're gonna augment the internet radio service um so for those of you who who you know um are, are using your tunes tunes and whatnot you'll continue to be able to do all that and then we're gonna add some enhancements so you know it's it's uh, to be announced (laughs) but it will certainly bring make that more robust so great question
4: okay next is steve from indiana
1: you talk about how great the new internal battery is and that's nice but my question is when those cycles are are depleted um the unit would have to be sent into humanware to be replaced or uh, Are you saying that the entire unit will have to just be repurchased? So no, the battery replacement will definitely be available. Uh, The one thing to keep in mind is that modern batteries are fairly robust. Uh, Typically people, you'll hear numbers around the internet for it's a lithium-ion battery. It's a very standard, like a cell phone battery. And typically what you will hear, what you'll read is that uh it is good for around five to four to five hundred cycles and at that point it's still got eighty percent battery life so that doesn't mean that after four hundred cycles your battery is no good you gotta throw in the garbage what that means is that after about four to five hundred cycles you've got about eighty percent of its life uh so in this instance eighty percent of the 15 hours that we have is still a good 12 hours so even when once you reach that point which you know, if you charge every two or three days, if you use it three, four hours a day, you're going to have to charge it once or twice a week. Um, so four or 500 cycles, if you charge once or twice a week is a quite a few years. And at that point, if you ever do become dissatisfied with the battery length, you, you know, it's down to 10 hours and you'd like to have it back to 15 because 10 is not enough, then you will be able to send it in uh, to us for replacement. Um, we don't have, I know the next question is going to be how much is it going to cost? We don't have, a cost right now but i'm looking uh it's looking to be somewhere around the 80 to 100 ballpark for a battery replacement it's not a fixed final cost i'm not promising anything could maybe be at 110 uh, but it's not going to be like 200 dollars to replace a battery that's for sure
2: yeah and I would, I would be sure that we'd also have uh some of our dealers we do have some dealers who would be equipped to do that as well um it wouldn't necessarily be something that would have to just come into us it could be done uh, we do have a facility in the United States. We also have some dealers who, who tend to do their own uh, maintenance on those pieces. so that may also change uh, the what that final price or, or process might look like if you were to do it uh, through that as opposed to going uh, bring, you know sending it back up to Canada or something.
4: Okay, uh, Jan is next.
6: Hello, Matt. Hi, Hello. Peter. Hi. Um, I was wondering are the is the speaker uh, stereo or mono?
2: so the speaker on the device is mono um as it's been i think you know we, we get a lot of stereo simulators that come into play and a, a device you know with with the form factor of the stream um, you can put two speakers on it and say it's stereo, but you know, it, it's, it's going to give you about a six, you know, an, it's six inch and it's, at it's broadest a six inch bandwidth. So, um, it's, you know, for, for our purposes and what we're using, it's a, it's a mono speaker on the bottom, right. Um, just to the right of the USB-C charging port is where that speaker is located.
4: Okay. Marsha
2: is next
6: hello and congratulations peter on your second coming into the world
2: (laughs) thank you so much uh
6: and my question is i have a a trek and i love the bluetooth and i was really hoping of course that when the next gen came out that it would have bluetooth but the thing that i don't care for and i'm just wondering if it's the same as as it uh, on the on the third gen the the bluetooth and you well you can't use your bluetooth without being connected to to wi-fi is has that changed with the third gen uh where you can use your wi-fi and bluetooth independently it
2: certainly i'm surprised to hear that because i use bluetooth all the time uh on the planes and different things without wi-fi being on so if you're finding that you cannot use that you cannot use them independent independently of each other that would speak to some sort of hardware piece de- defective something on your device.
0: Oh
6: really?
2: Yeah, you should absolutely yes. be able to use a Bluetooth speaker without being connected to Wi-Fi oh. undoubtedly. Um and oh. I I certainly do it all the time. So um but so to answer the question, yes, you will be able to use them but to further answer the question, you should be able to do that today on your existing product.
6: Oh, well, I've tried and but I will I will check into it again.
2: Give it a whirl, give it a whirl because it certainly should not, that should have no bearing on whether or not Bluetooth works um, being connected to Wi-Fi. And as I said, I I tend to do this a lot, Um, but yeah, Yeah. you'll be able to use them independently.
6: Oh, that's fantastic. Well, thank you. Thank you. And mine's on pre-order by the way.
1: Oh, great to hear.
4: Okay. It's area code 518 is next.
6: This is Mary Beth and I'm um, an audible user and I have a track. And right now, the way I I use it is to just basically download directly from my library onto an SD card, and then mm-hmm. put it in in the book into my track. Am I going to be able to do that on the new machine? Not immediately, right? But am I yes. ever going to be able to do that, or do I have to go back yes. to Audible Sync or Open Audible or some other Audible, whatever?
1: Well, Thanks. so. yeah so initially uh at launch unfortunately audible sync is not going to work with the with your victor reader stream 3 and you do need audible sync for the first activation so that'll be coming as i said before down the line april may it's it's not too far away so basically you'll be able to plug in your stream do the authenticate through the audible sync at first to get the device going with your sd card but once that's done then you'll be able to, just like you're doing right now, do it through the Windows File Explorer, if that's what you prefer to do.
6: Okay, great. Thank you so much.
4: You are so welcome. Thank you. Okay, Greg is next.
5: Okay, I'm going to first start by answering Jan's question because I don't know if everybody understood this, but when you put your phone in airplane mode, it disables the uh, 5G or 4G cellular transceivers and the Bluetooth transceiver when you
1: oh that's correct yes you're right okay
5: so the so Wi-Fi continues to function even after you're in a- airplane mode so my sec my second question <laughs> or my first question I should say uh you guys mentioned you're supporting five gigahertz for Wi-Fi mm-hmm. but are you supporting Wi-Fi 6e if you will 80211ax?
1: Uh, so, no, there's no Wi-Fi 6E uh, that's supported on, on the device. Uh, the reason for that is that this is a project that started a few years ago, back when Wi-Fi 6 was very, very new. So to get a Wi-Fi 6 chip was very expensive at that, at that time. So, again, that, this project started probably in 2019 or 2020. Uh, so, unfortunately, no, there's no 6, but, uh, yeah, the, wi- the 5G will work.
5: Are you supporting AC at all, or are we were stuck with N?
1: uh that's a good question honestly i think uh let me check real quick here uh perhaps we can move on to another question and i'll answer it uh, i'll look up in my specs here
2: okay that's fine yeah, I, I believe it's ac well, we Yeah, could, i think it's talk. ac too i think so too okay. so
1: uh yeah I, actually actually, oh, a b g n and ac okay cool boom
5: so i do a lot of work for the federal government and Security is an important thing, and I wanted to be able to take uh, PDF files that are classified secret, put them on your device. But is there any type of security that your device facilitates?
2: What you're going to have to do is we'll take this offline because what we we do on lots of devices is including our embossers, including the Braille displays, including the note takers. We do have government mode Uh, that's not available to the public. That's something that's handled at a manufacturing level, and it's usually done through our dealer, who handles the government contracts. So if you if you have an opportunity to get product, you know, and, and that needs to meet certain government specs, we would channel that through a different discussion. Okay, and- we do do that, but it requires, uh, you know, FIP certification and different things that we may have to do uh, well, that that wouldn't be something we would we would do here.
4: Okay, Debbie is next.
0: Uh yes, I have a concern. Um, you we're talking about the battery
6: not being able to be removed sometimes you when the stream doesn't turn off correctly you pop the battery out you know and now you won't be able to do that so what happens in that case
1: uh well you can uh press and hold the power button for about 30 seconds it forces a reset Uh, so that'll fix the issue Hopefully, which never happens, hopefully. But yeah, if you do encounter such an issue, especially at the at first, because as we mentioned, there will be some small bugs, and it is possible that there's a crash we didn't catch during the beta. That's certainly within the realm of possibilities. Uh, but at that point, yeah, you would hold your power button for about 30 seconds. It forces a hard reset.
4: Okay, let's go on to Travis then. Hey, before I uh, ask the questions,
3: congratulations, Peter, and the new edition coming to your family this morning. Rock marriage. and roll, thank you very exciting for you um if i were to plug it in um you know the recharge it does it get a signal like or not because i know my victory stream doesn't get a signal just does a flashing light
1: uh let me try yeah let me test that right now but i think it's the same behavior i think it's the same thing on on this one if i remember correctly if you turn if you plug it in while it's it's on uh I, I think it's just uh it doesn't give any kind of signal but that's good feedback though that perhaps is something we could we could only do it if the devices turn on because uh, if the device is soft and the software is not running and we can't do anything much but certainly if we plug it in while it's on perhaps we could give a bit of feedback uh to to let you know obviously you could press and hold the pound key it'll tell you it's 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 being powered it's being recharging but uh yeah perhaps upon plugging in the uh uh you, oh actually there's a little uh you do a get a thing. chime
2: yeah. Yeah, we on yeah there is a chime
1: there's a little chime there you go
2: is it true yeah. when you leave it off
1: no yeah. if if it's soft, then there won't be any, any kind of no.
2: feedback. yeah when it's off nothing. okay
1: thank you travis
2: thank you
4: okay baba you're up next i happen to have
6: a trek and I'm not trying to be off topic. I'm thinking about getting a Victor Reader Stream Three at some point. I don't know when. It depends on my budget. Now the trek. Um, does this mean that you know if I have an older device than what's new that's coming out? Is it the stream? The trek will no longer be supported eventually down the road. It will t- be time for me to get a Stream Three.
2: So what what we tend to do, and and we haven't end of life the trek yet by any stretch, usually there will be an announcement that a product has reached end of life. And that product is on about six years. It's not, it hasn't reached its COL yet. When that happens, we support a device for three years post end of life, post the official end of life announcement. So when a product reaches end of life, it will be supported for three years. What starts to happen is we do start to run into hardware issues, you know, if something will we'll support it from a tech support side of things. Occasionally, we'll have issues on a component, and, and certainly we'll try to do as much hardware support as we can for those three years. Sometimes we make it all the way to the end of the three years, uh, but certainly that would be the only only piece. The trek is is not going anywhere; it's still supported. We'll see. Uh, I, I know there is a, a map update that is uh, sort of being so- being coming there this year. Yep. So there will still be some you know some pieces there that will continue to be support it and we have not even done the end of life so you're you're good bobby take your time um don't 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 worry
4: okay marisa is next
3: hello uh peter and uh and matt and uh by the way peter congratulations
4: on your new baby coming that's really exciting
2: walla thank you
4: molly okay so uh my question is um What is the price of the new Victor Reader Stream going to be?
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's a very fair question. Uh, So uh, with the Victor Reader Stream 3, uh, we tried to keep, as I mentioned a few times during the presentation today, we tried to keep the cost as low as possible uh, to make it affordable. We really want, uh, we really didn't want to come up with a device that was too expensive. So the price has gone up a little bit from the Stream Two. The Stream Two is, retail, is retailing right now at four ninety five US. Uh, the Stream Two will be at five fifty. So we're talking about a ten percent increase in terms of pricing.
4: Let's go back to uh, Erico nine fifty one. See if she's there yet.
5: Hi there, Peter and. Matt, uh, congratulations, Peter. And this is Nancy Unger. I think I could be a rumor. Is there going to be any kind of OCR? I know there are plenty of ways to read documents and things on the on the Victor Reader 3. Thank you.
2: So, not not on our device. The device has no cameras. Um, we we do have OCR on the Stellar Trek side of things, but not on this product. This product, uh, there's no no cameras, so no no camera abilities for for anything, um, OCR or anything else that would fall into that realm but it's a great question. Only on and the seller you. track, okay. Yes, yep.
4: Okay, let's go to area code 614. Okay, mine's partially been answered, but uh, for those who really want to continue to use the second generation, do you have any idea how long you will keep selling those and um, how long as well that you might be supporting them?
1: Yeah, for sure. So. Uh, as the stream three comes along, the stream two will be discontinued. Uh, We are currently fairly low on stock on the stream two. We do have we are keeping a couple aside for europe and australia because and canada because we're not launching for another month so we'll still be selling it in your in europe canada and the united in the in the uh the europe and australia sorry it's getting late here uh but uh but yeah so that means that the end of life for the stream two will be this month uh for uh for the stream two but that, what that means as peter mentioned is that Once we announce end of life, which we're effectively doing here, uh, we will still be supporting it for three years, both in terms of technical support. So if you have any kind of issues, you can call our tech support and they'll support it until 2026, around February 2026. And uh, if you need a repair as well, uh, as long as we and we did put aside some components so some boards, batteries and all of that, we do have some stock in reserve for repairs. And we calculated and we think we'll have some for three years. Uh, but should, you know, for any reason we run out of those, let's uh, say 2025, and we're not able to get some more uh, because they're older deprecated parts, then we might have to stop repair support a little bit sooner. But you will still be getting technical support up until February of 2026.
3: But
4: you won't be selling them once this stock is depleted, correct? That's correct. Thank you. Okay, we have an iPhone user.
2: The classic iPhone Hi, this is Chase. Hi, Chase. And congratulations to you both on preparing to get out the stream three.
0: My question, well, was partially answered,
5: but my question is: so now that the battery is going to be built in, does that mean? you
2: can no longer remove the battery cover or find some way that is exactly where, yeah. where we are chase so it is a it the battery is inset meaning there is no longer any sort of back cover to the unit it's just it's just a fixed device um you're not going to take any anything off um you would, You know you 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 won't have anything removable no latch nothing like that the battery is inset in the device the upside is
1: the upside is that the uh you know we we had some people i'm sure a few of you in this meeting right now have some sort of elastic around the device because your battery latch broke or anything like that so that's not going to be happening anymore so that's the upside
5: well thank you guys for answering my question Mm -hmm. i'm looking forward
2: to purchasing it years down the road rock and roll man rock and roll thank you thanks Chase.
4: okay jeannie gallagher is
6: next um now this may be a bard question but i noticed that bard uh, uh bard doesn't have an author search which um bookshare did and i was just kind of wondering is that is does that have anything to do with you or that's strictly barred
1: uh, so, so we don't have. There's no uh, category to search specifically for author, but if you do a collection search and you put in the name of an author, you should find some results. Yeah, it'll, okay. it'll
2: start, but they don't offer that as part of their SDK. Yeah. So. Okay, I didn't um, know
6: whether it was a uh, memory or you know.
2: Yeah, it's okay. one of those. It could happen, but they would have to kind of allow for that type of searching through their uh, the specific SDK they, that we're using.
6: Yeah. No, I oh I can only ask one question. Okay, never mind. I'll play.
2: Okay. All
4: right. Okay. Next is Carla.
3: By any chance, is, does this unit uh, only support WPA encoding? Uh, because that's the trouble I was having with the Trek. You know, it wouldn't support WEP, and to switch over would be expensive. And, and you know, um, it would be hard to get all the devices. And I, I just wonder about that.
1: That is a really good question. Uh, I still have my spec sheet open here, and honestly, doesn't mention it. I would have to check and uh, get back to you. If you wanna, if you want after this meeting, if you're, if you can send me an email. I'll, I'll give you my email address. Uh, I'll put in the chat. That might be simpler. Uh, but if you wanna fire me off an email, I will get back to you tomorrow on this.
3: It would be good to vocalize the email address too. And oh. oh, by the way, Peter, congratulations! I just want to tell you, geniuses were born in March.
2: Oh, uh, they I were like it. Born in March. Hey, thank you.
3: And hey. uh, just to qualify that, my birthday's March the first.
2: So nice. So, <laughs>
1: so, so, so. And I
3: have a yeah. So that's what I, you know. That was my question.
1: So my birthday is February 28th. So you're saying that I missed you're it close. by a day.
2: You're you're one day short of genius status. Um, I, just, no, yeah, I'm, I'm
1: just kidding I'll, you. I just, <laughs> of course, geniuses
3: were born on all the months.
1: <laughs> so I'll, I'll give my email address out loud because uh, there's no chat. I, I just noticed. Uh, so if you want to send me an email, it's uh, my first name. So M-A-T-H-I-E-U, Matthew in French, dot Pocket, I'll spell it out because it's a French name. So P is in Paul, A Q is in Quebec, U E T T E. So P A Q U E T E at humanware.com.
2: No, First name, dot last name at uh,
1: humanware. Thank
3: you very much. And I speak I... French, so that made sense to me.
6: Oh, right. if you want to write me in okay. French,
1: I'll respond in French. Très bien. Merci. Merci à vous.
4: OK, Mary. Caroline.
6: Hello. Um, Hi. hi. I love my Victor Stream too. So, will the um, in order to once I decide if I do get the Victor Stream three, will the registering of the product with NLS be the same? You know, so that I can you know be able to use it with Bard, or does it? um, Is there some way to be able to transfer?
2: The same product. process, It'll so be the process. same process. So they require, yeah, you're going to need to use your serial number. It's how NLS mm-hmm. authorizes players. Okay. There's no way to move authorizations between hard, you know, uh, between players using physical storage or anything like that. So you'll yeah. log into your BART account and you'll go to add a player and you'll choose, you know, the, the pro- appropriate option, put in your serial number and you'll receive the keys.
6: Okay. I spent so long since I had to do that. So yeah. To, yeah. 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 Okay. Thank you.
2: No problem. Thank you. Welcome.
4: Okay, Sharon is next.
6: I wanted to know um, if you need to do a reset, you know how sometimes you would have to take the battery out. How are we going to do that now?
1: So you can press and hold the power button for about 30 seconds, and that forces a hard reset. So that forces a hardware reset of the device. So that will have basically the same effect.
6: Okay. All righty. Well, and Peter, congratulations.
1: Thank you. (laughs)
4: <laughs> okay Madalena
6: it's actually Malena, but that's okay yeah. um thank you both for for your presentation I just want to say that and congratulations to Peter um my question is and uh I think Marsha mentioned that she she had already done this but when will the stream be, thing three be available to order
1: uh, so we are, uh, as we speak, we are still working on fixing up a few bugs and polishing up some okay, features. Yep. So, uh, we are looking at a very, very soon. It could be this week. It, it might be, it's going to be this week or next week.
6: Okay. Cause this would be, um, I've, I've never had a vector stream and, um, so I'm excited to have a, have a machine for the first time. So yeah. thank you
1: you'll love the tutorials made by, because the tutorials that are being made by Mystic Access will be tailored towards, will have a section for you know existing users. So what's new in the Stream 3 from people who had the two before and the differences, but they will also go in depth with, in, with every feature. So whether you're a seasoned user or a brand new user like you are, you'll be able to pick up that tutorial and go through it. And really they walk you through how to connect to Wi-Fi, how to use the internet radio, everything is covered. They really did a fantastic job at doing the outline. It's being recorded now uh, and we'll have it ready probably somewhere. Uh, last I spoke with them, uh, we're talking about the month of March for the availability of the tutorials.
6: Okay, thank you. Um, a lot of my friends have them, so I have played around with them and and I do cool. like how they're laid out. So awesome.
2: thank Awesome, Rock and Roll, Melina. And and certainly for anyone, you know, uh, wants a device in their hands, I, I hopefully by the summer, um, everyone will come see us at, at some show and definitely, or, or Sun. I know I, unfortunately won't see uh, Larry and John running around uh, the, the exhibits at the good old Marriott, but oh. I will. Matt will, yeah, Matt will. And he'll be, he'll be presenting as well. So uh, it'll be, you know, please come in and get your hands on the devices. We always do user groups. We, in addition to these sorts of things. So we really appreciate the questions and the time uh, that you can spend with us.
4: Okay. Jane is next.
3: Um, So is it going to be the,
6: I mean, I had a stream to, I don't know, in 2014 when it first came out. Is it the same uh, physical layout? And then also the SD card, can we, is there going to be internal plus the um, SD card slot? And how many gigabytes are we going to put the uh, SD card
2: Yes. Yeah. So the physical layout will be exactly the same. Um, I kind of touched on it earlier. The only real change is the port layout. So your headphone jack is now on the bottom where it used to be on the top. And your line in uh, input jack moves from the top right to the bottom left. As far as the buttons, exactly the same. Uh, no differences, no additional buttons. Uh, we didn't reinvent the wheel there. Then the SD card um, is going to be, you can use up to a terabyte card um, if you wanted to. And the internal memory is going from eight gigabytes to sixteen gigabytes.
4: Okay, RJ, you're up.
6: So the Victor Reader stream, uh third generation. Um, what is the pricing when it comes out and how
3: much will it cost?
1: Yep. So uh, someone asked a question previously, but it's fine. I'll, I'll answer it again. Uh, so with the improvements that we've made, we're looking at a slight increase over the price of the stream two. So stream two is retailing at four ninety five. The stream three will be five fifty US. That's about a ten percent increase.
3: What will that be in euros?
1: So in euros, it really depends on. Uh, it's a regional pricing by countries. So for that, I would advise you to get in touch with your local dealer or a uh, Humanware sales rep uh, in terms of. Uh, the pricing for for Europe. Okay. Merci beaucoup. Mm-hmm. Au I was going
2: to make you answer that in French. I could have. Oh, I know. I'm not saying you can.
1: <laughs> it's it's actually my first language. I know. That's all the questions, guys. Thanks so much
0: for hanging around for extra
5: oh,
1: time. No and problem.
0: Matthew, thanks again for all the all the help. that's being so
5: available in the Victor Group's auto list. And uh, you really we appreciate. will mention
0: for those who have questions, or maybe for those who will have had a chance to play with the stream in the next ten to two days to two weeks. And maybe want to voice your reactions, Matthew and Peter will be with us on ACB's main menu on the 22nd. And so by then we hope maybe the stream will be out and we'll have a chance to play with it a bit. We'll see. Uh, But we thank you both very much for joining us on Tech Talk tonight. And uh, especially the extra half hour. uh, Thanks so much.
2: Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Thanks to all of you. Always. um, We we appreciate it. We're glad we could. Bring everyone in, yeah. and uh, we we appreciate all of it. And Alan, Larry, John, yeah. Myrna, everyone who's a part of these things. Ron, uh, appreciate it. The ton. I, I got someone to run. Um,
1: yeah. yeah, I have to say, uh, I, and I know Alan, you mentioned my my involvement on the list, but I have to say. Yeah. This is my favorite part of the job is to interact with you guys is to get direct feedback uh both you know on a podcast on mailing list whatever in case maybe i emails I, i'm available on email if you want to guys want to send me an email i'll answer it uh it is my absolute pleasure to do this and and it really brightens my day
5: we, we can tell and it shows thanks so much
0: next week on tech talk uh mike may will be with us mike has been attending the and gina harper too mike and gina have been attending the ces shows in las vegas for centuries well maybe not quite centuries but a long time and they'll be back with us again next week to talk about their experiences and what new cool features they saw while attending the ces show so we thank you all very much for listening happy streaming and we'll talk to you next week on tech talk